Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of you. Welcome to today's ATS Daily Meeting. Glad to have each and every one of you on. Always a pleasure to see each and every one of your shining, smiling faces. Today is Thursday, so y'all know what that means, all right? Anything can happen on church day, all right? That thing started last night on You've Got Five Minutes, okay? So we're going to keep it going because we don't know what will happen today, but I know it will be good and prosperous. So, again, always a pleasure. Thank you all for being on time so you can get your nuggets by the gentleman who just turned the screen on, the CEO and founder of the ATSJR Companies, millionaire maker, innovator, creator, all the way from Galveston, Texas, Mr. Antonio T. Smith, Jr. 
Reverend Ross and everybody, thank you so much. We are in holiday mode around here. So we're excited about that. Plus, it won't affect won't affect any classes, or at least not for most of it, just the work hours. They'll be relaxed. They'll be watching anime and stuff around here or something like that. So we are proud and pleased with all of that good stuff. Dr. Sugar, we hear you a best-selling author. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, we pulled it off last night. We did it. Everything was so great. It's the uh, Memoirs of a Virtuous uh, Proverbs Woman. It's an uh, anthology. There's 11 other authors. And uh, it's been a real experience because none of us know each other. The main woman, which is Tiffany Nicole, she knows all of us, but we haven't personally met face to face. So this weekend in Dallas, we'll be going up and having the book signing and um, getting actually to meet each other. So we did this. <laughs> and the journeys of these women and how we all come together as one was just really unique. It was a six week, um, it was a six week process and then it was turned over to the uh, editors and they got everything done. And I did send out um, messages to, I think everybody pretty much got a, a message from me last night, but uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great experience. It was my first, but it won't be my last. That was good working together with a group. Well, look at that. We like it. We like it a whole lot, don't we, Grace? Come on, y'all unmute your mics and clap for sugar. But it's on Amazon. The book, is, the book is on Amazon. Look at that. Number one best-selling author on Amazon. Congratulations. 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 Yes, that, that, that comes for some. You hear that? Can you hear, Grace? Yeah, yeah. That, you got to get some of that ancestor music on that one. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm, I'm very pleased. Very happy for you. Very pleased. And life is good. Life is good, so we are good. Well, today is Thursday. I've got something we're going to be talking about. I do want to say a few things, but let me get a few things out of the way. I had written down here that I wanted to, my, I want to pick 10 of you. I probably shouldn't say that. I really shouldn't say that. All right. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick 10 of you to write a paragraph or two or more because Jerome can write. Catch out of the bag. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because I've been putting a lot of energy in this 10 rules, Antonio's 10 rules for life. I've been putting a lot of energy to it. And I wanted to pick a person per rule to talk, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you about what, I'll tell you about what, and just, uh, I, I wouldn't even necessarily, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider authorship. I just want you to, I just want you to say something in it. I, I have a thing in my head, but I don't want to say nothing right now. I don't want to say nothing right now. So just. Just there you go. As little information as possible. If your blood was lit on fire, that was for you. If, <laughs> if not, 
Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not a. It's not an anthology. Did you say ten rules of life? Yeah. Yes, I've been. Oh, yes. buddy. Yes, sir. I've been thinking about my ten rules of life and things that, at this point, and you know, I'm, I, I guess everybody who's a, I've accomplished everything I wanted to do. So I've been thinking about a lot about legacy and. No, no, not legacy. It's much more. I'm not thinking about legacy. I've already got a legacy. I'm thinking about can someone explain what I've done when I'm gone? Well, I guess that's legacy, but I'm, I'm saying something different, though. You know, I'm, I'm saying something past that. Not what I leave behind, but what will the disciples say? Does that does that make sense? You know, like Jesus had is a this legacy. An anthology? No, it's not an anthology. I could I could do an anthology though. If you, you know what? Maybe 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 Source is making an anthology right now without without me even knowing, without me even knowing. So we'll see. We we will see. But I think now I know there's supposed to be an anthology being written from the mastermind group. I know that much between Cindy Kylie, because it was her idea, and it was going to be published by Cozy Corner. So I do know that much because I have books and stuff. I do know that much, but we'll see. It may be an anthology. I have, well, you know what? Let's let's find out. Let's find out. Let me let me go to my little book section here. Now, I'll, I'll even let y'all see the to right. I think that's what it's called. I have a bunch of stuff in here. Phil gave a really good title that I wrote down a while back. I'll show it to you. So here's my notes. This is, y'all ain't supposed to see this, okay? Just books to write. You see it? Books to write. And if you keep going down, you actually see me. I just went in here and just start writing, right? I just went in here and just start going hard in the paint, okay? I just went in here. But anyway, my books typically start off as notes. I'm pretty sure this is too small, right? Very small. What I'll do is I'll transfer this over to somewhere else. Right. Give me a second. Let me put this on pages and blow it up for y'all. You saw that? Yeah. God rebranded himself. That's just fact. You, you, you're too nosy, Grace. You're just, you're doing too much. You're, you're just, you're just, it's just nosy, okay? Well, you just nosy. Just let me put. I'm gonna put it in this note. I call it note blah, and then blow it up. Note yeah, let me blow it up. All right, there we go. I'm gonna put it back on the nose. It's easier for me. All right. So this is was formerly books to write. So blah. That's the name of the notes. Books on phases. Don't worry about that. Get rid of that one. <laughs> I became one of the world's richest public speakers. Eight months, no water. Mm -hmm. I did? Did I freeze? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Or, or do we all freeze? Oh, there we go. There we go? All right. Y'all right, call in before everybody could hear. Y'all call in before the, the we don't know what the hell is going on. Gals, this Texas infrastructure, we got to be what it is. This, it's Monica fault. That's what, that's what it is. It's Monica fault. We hold on, y'all. We for the call in. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's a simple answer. 
Simple answer. We're going to call in so we make sure we don't have no disruptions. Followed by Yes, I will. I knew a guy in the military that if he heard this on your touchtone phone, he would absolutely know the code to your he would know the code to your voicemail and be able to hack your voicemail. Yeah, y'all remember those days when you had to you are you called yourself and you had to put your voice your your voicemail pin in there? That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. I know, you know. <clears throat> you know. Just just me and Phil old enough for that, you know. The rest of y'all are young, you know. You know, Phil Phil likes his age, you understand. All right. So these are books, this, this is my list books to write. Since we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit. I just called it blah, but of course y'all just saw me in books to write singing. How eight months no water. I have no idea what this means anymore. Whatever it was, it was pop. Oh, that's right. That's right. This was, yeah. This was the sacrifice I made. Is that what that, your family, where you didn't have no water in your yeah. house, ain't it? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I remember that's you exactly telling that was. story about you wasn't <laughs> yeah. going to pay that bill and that you was going <laughs> to shut it down. <laughs> I ain't paying that government bill. You ain't doing that at all. The government could have had that. I gave my debt my discipleship. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. I never read this in a book. Oh yeah, I, I'm currently, this book is almost done. This book is completely almost done. It's, it has a whole other note by itself and it's called, it's resegregation, yeah. This book is almost done. This book is literally, this is just the notes. That's just the notes. This book is, oh, that's just the notes. It's got mathematical formulas and all sorts of stuff. That's just the notes, okay? That's this whole section on the economy, blah, blah, blah. But we'll come back, though. We'll come back. We'll come back. Let me get that off of there. Family ops. There you go. Get that off of there. Let's see. Go back to Tempest now. I mean, here. All right. Let's see. Oh, okay. That one there. That's my kids' names. School is about to start and rent is due. How to get off your butt and stop being a loser. And tell me I do way too much. Business land, business lessons I learned from being homeless. Can't sleep with a man I can't follow. That's that came from Grace and Diana. That came from Grace and Diana. The dude in the parable. Maybe oh, you're too arrogant. This might be our anthology. Because I know exactly why. This might be our anthology. Let me see. Tactical empathy. Hmm. Anthology is a book, the Bible. The Bible's an anthology. <laughs> a book with a bunch of different authors. Your hands are too rough. All right. Overcoming low 17, co-author with Tempest. Nope, that's all Tempest now. I can believe that. She ran that. Tactical empathy. If I do nothing else, I have tactical empathy. I've never really heard these, that term before, but that's, that's how I view it in my head. Thank you from the trash can triumph. Don't need to do that one no more. 360 degree assist. Don't need to do that one no more. The law of knowing what the hell is going on. That's it. Okay. Attitude of success. The church never taught me to have a relationship with God. Damn it. I need to get y'all out of here, dude. 
quantum religion, combine the teachings of Jesus Christ and quantum physics to teach you how to live an abundant life, get over your past, thoughts become things, believe, change yourself in the image, forget that, oh, this must be the notes of that. Mm-hmm. That must be the notes of that. Mm-hmm. And then comprehension is not necessary. Come on, man. All right, so that's how notes of all this. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go with the dude in the parable. We'll change the title a little bit. There's your anthology. You want to write an anthology with me? The dude in the parable, maybe you're too arrogant. We'll change the title. Here's what that means. Because I know exactly what I meant when I said it. You can't always be the good guy in all the good stories. You, 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 come on. You can't always be the good guy in all the good stories. Can't always be the one leopard that came back and said thank you, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? You can't always do that. Some of y'all is the bad guy, right? And I wanted to say that I'm the guy in the parable that is who this parable is talking about, and I should see it that way. So there you go. We'll do that. We'll do that. And of course, that's not religious unless you want it to be, unless your particular chapter is, you can't. Y'all will pick your favorite parable. Mine won't be in the Bible. There's plenty of stories out there. You can Google top parables in the world or something, right? There's plenty of stories out there. Plenty. There you go. Cool. Cool. All right. We back on holiday times. And what we want to do to you all is we'll, we'll, most of your classes will continue to go. Now, if you're not there, we'll just set the class down and enjoy our eggnog. Yes. We'll enjoy our eggnog. And you all, the world needs a bad guy like me. Interesting. And we will all, you know, do some great things and move from that that place and that space there. Now, oh, go back to my morning meeting notes. First, let me delete this. You say today starts semester break? Is that what you just said? Yesterday did. Yesterday, but we we're still gonna be teaching though. It's just our work, you know, we'll be off. In the unless it's a class, the office will be off about eleven o'clock every day, something like that. Something like that. All right, morning meeting notes. Oh, back back to this. So the ten rules of life. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick. I've, I've been putting a lot of energy in this book. Ten rules of life. I don't know. I'm not sure why. It's just what I've done is I've gone back in my mind. And said, if I had to teach my kids anything, teach myself anything, I would teach them this. I was actually going for 12, but I could only think of 10. So they wound up being 10. <laughs> I can only think of 10. So it wound up being 10. 12 seemed like a better number. 12 rules for life or something like that. But I can only think of 10. Now that's how we got to 10. Because once I got there, I was like, well, I can't think of nothing else, Tempest. And she was like, okay, well, that's it. And I was like, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it right there. Hey, boom, boom, boom. Get this out the way. 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 All right, good. So we're going to have to punt because I'm going to delete all the rest of this stuff here. So if I call you, well, I'm not going to call you. If I have Grace contact you, all right? If I have Grace contact you, I don't want you to think anthology. Not to this one. I don't want you to think anthology because you don't have to write that long. You can if you want to. I want you to think. feature 
it's just you, you know somehow you have a book it'd be a book and they have this one little section where somebody is a quote or someone says something or it's a testimony or somebody else or something this is what this is what i'm talking about now that's what i'm talking about but if source changes then source changes it doesn't bother me one bit i have no i have no agenda but let me tell you what the 10 rules are and we'll go from there I'll tell you what they are, but then I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to explain them, though. I'm just going to tell you what they are. <clears throat> That's my 10 rules for life. Right now, the working subtitle is Conquering the Demands of This Illusion. <clears throat> and I meant that the way I said it. Conquering the Demands of This Illusion. Read them out loud, Grace. You read so well. Even Phil said it one day. All right. 10 rules for life. Ten rules for conquering the demands for this illusion. Perception, self-love, forgiveness, awareness, power, battle, ascension, oneness, prosperity, and promises. Now, to me, uh, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, they're in order. And I don't think you can do one without the other. Of course, you need my explanation, so this is without explanation. I'm leaving a lot here wanting, but I don't think you can do number 10, keep a single promise. If you get perceptions jacked up, you don't love, how you going to love, how you going to love to keep your word, but don't love yourself. Yeah. Some of y'all don't catch that later. You know what I'm saying? And then there's more, right? You know, you have to, and then sometimes, well, anyway, there's plenty there. There's plenty there. There's plenty there. So just know when I call upon thee, you'll be writing in one of those sections. Do you, do you understand? That's what I'm showing it to you. All right. I want to. Yeah, I want to do that. I've, I've got something. I've got something in my head, but I don't want to really say too much right now on the open call because you're asking me questions. And then I'll start spilling my guts and tell you what's going on. And I want to tell you what's going on. And I want to tell you what's going on. There you go. All right, Grace. I want to do this meeting today differently. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we supposed to be spilling our guts and now telling you what's going on? Well, you can. That's, that's kind of well for to go to. That might be a whole nother book. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. I do want to say this. I had every intentions this morning. I I wanted to, I wanted to say it last night. I actually did say it last night to somebody. Now I want to say it this morning to all of you. I genuinely need all of you. You genuinely need all of you to get rid of all the acidic thinking in your body, all of it. And I know you're going to say, but I'm positive. If you are scared all the time, you are not positive. I'm going to talk to everybody. And if you feel like I'm talking about you, take it up with source. I'm going to talk to everybody. If you have hatred for your mom, dad, cousin, brother, your pet giraffe, 
whatever it is that you you're putting your body at a non-alkaline level. And I know you know this. That don't mean you perform these things. I don't mean there's a difference between knowing what to do and doing what to do. It's a big difference. That's a hell of a book right there. All right. That's that's a book right there. Feel sure like that book. Knowing what to do, doing what to do. Those are two different things, two different parts of the brain, two different people. <laughs> two different people, two different harvests, two different types of harvests. I knew yesterday I needed to hit those weights. And I told myself all day yesterday, Jerome, hit those weights. And the do in me said, we ain't doing that today. Hmm. We ain't doing it. I didn't even make no excuses. I just said, no. I didn't even try to play my, nope. We ain't doing it. There's a, there's a lot I have there's a lot of friends there's a lot of people you know folk is dying these days y'all know that yeah they folk dying these days. I remember when I was when I was younger I used to think death was an older thing am I the only one that thought death was for older folk they 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 get folk in twenties now. Death, death come quick. Death come quick. And I've been looking now, and a lot of this can be avoided. We can avoid it. We, we can avoid it. So I just want you all to let, let me. I'm going to explain the first three phases real quick. I mean, the first three steps. Of my book. I didn't want to, but I am. But I kind of said it before. Perception. It's right. very point blank. Everything is your fault. You suck. And until you get that, you can't, you can't unsuck, right? You just literally, everything is your fault. And, and if you blaming anybody for anything, if somebody owe you and they ain't paying you, that's, that's your perception. They doing exactly what is good in their worldview. Perfect. As is. And there's nothing you can do about it. You might as well just shut your mouth. This is what it is. Number two, once you realize, oh my God, everything is in my fault, then you got to love yourself because, holy crap, I messed up my whole life. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. You married that man. You understand? You did that. You did that. But I just wanted to, well, then you just wanted to kill yourself. You did that. And once you get that self-love, then we can get to forgiveness. And this is what I this is what I'm talking about right here. I want all of you to forgive every single thing that is happening in your life. I chose my words wisely, Margie. Prepositions are powerful. I didn't say I want all of you to forgive everything happening to your life, because that would have made you a victim. I didn't say I want you to forgive everything happening for your life because you wouldn't be able to walk with me on that journey. Now, this car accident is for me. This sickness isn't for me. This You wouldn't be able to walk with me that fast. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted you, I wanted to say what's happening in your life. Because what's happening in your life doesn't have to happen in you. I'm not even looking at the screen, but I bet you feel understood what I just said. Okay? Okay. Like genuinely, 
just because something is happening in your life doesn't mean it has to happen in you. I'll give you a great example of that. We see shit all the time. Every rags and riches story, but let's just use young black kids since I was one. I know many young black kids born in the hood but never became the hood. You understand? Just because your environment is a thing don't mean you can't pick up a book and go to a distant land. Thank God for books. They've been saving folk for a long time. They really have. They really have. Ever since the printing press, folk have been traveling. Tell you, I know a lot of people with no mentors that read books, and all them books became their mentors. A lot of people. I want you all to forgive. Uh, Go ahead. Well, uh, see, one thing about me, I feel like where I came from, it made me who I am. I'm the most successful one in my family. I am. I've overcome every obstacle in my family. And I, I'm very happy with who I am. I'm, I don't Good. project myself as being, you know, want to be whatever. I'm just, right. I'm just a person that helps everybody, and I like to do that. And I think that came from me being the middle child. My oldest yep. sister think I'm her mama. She said, "Oh yeah, she's, she's <laughs> I'm older than her, but she thinks she's my mom." I said, "Yes, I am your mom because you think you're the baby, but that's just the way we grow." <laughs> That's too funny. No, no, that makes total sense. And I'm glad you said that. She like she has no quarrels with anything that has happened in her life. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to kill your past to have a future. Mm. It made you. It, it it has blessed you should you want it to be that way. There's a lot of victims out here. And there's, 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 there's a lot of victims out here. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this because I've got, I just had, I, don't, I had like, I've had like 10 genuine friends die in the last 60 days. I haven't said anything in the last 60 days. You know, some, some live the full life. Um, I have not. Um, one lady, Grace, you know. Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score... Since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merit Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. 
Trust me, future you will thank you. Live the full life. Supposed to be on hospice for six months. She's on hospice for six hours. Right? Just, just boom. Another person stayed alive for a full life, but never lived. Mm. Then went to hospice for way too long. I don't want y'all to fight to live during hospice. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not saying how was bad. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, don't come alive on your deathbed. Is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Don't come alive on your deathbed. I get it. I know what it feels like to. I know what it feels like to. To die. I, I know what it feels like to be laid on a life-saving surgery and you may not make it out. You've had to tell your children. You divided your companies. I know, what it, I know what it feels like. I know exactly what it feels like. And I'm telling you, you don't have to go through that to live an abundant life. You can just listen to me. If I tell you, Margie, ooh, somebody fighting over that. You don't need to go investigate. <laughs> Take my word. <laughs> over there, your nose will be violated. No sense in you needing your own experience. You understand? Well, I'm telling y'all, if you're going to have a problem, Read about problems so you don't have to go through those problems. Experience is not the best teacher. It, it, I'm not even trying to attack the phrase. It is evaluated experience. That's all you need. One of the main things when I used to and I still employ people. When I was a manager, I said, I don't mind whatever question you ask. But there are stupid questions. And that's what I say. Here's the stupid question. I'll tell you what a stupid question is. The stupid question is when I gave the answer, you executed it, and then you came back and asked me the same thing. That's a stupid question. I want y'all to get to the point to where you learn the lesson and don't have to learn it again. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all repeating the same stuff. Come on, Susan. Yeah, um, one thing, hospice is a place where you go to just um, be comforted and die naturally, not be prolonged with your life. You don't go into right. a hospital hooked on machines but that's not why I'm what I want to say um, what I want to say is you all know what our daughter the professor um, at right. University of Alabama has been going through for over a year 
she has been on medical leave um, from the university, full pay medical leave, loved every professor there, has made her meals, have taken care of her dogs, have driven her to her you know, appointments, all those things. She's been in a wheelchair, has a cane. And this is a gal that is full of energy. And she was persistent. I just texted her because um, I said, how do you feel? She sent us a picture yesterday out walking Umbumba, you know, her dog from Africa for the first in like a year. And um, I said to her, I'm so happy for you. Your persistence to figure out what was causing the pain was incredible. This girl is, you know, she, she could have, and there are many people probably all around this world that are just on disability, just gave up on their life and just, you know, dealing with the pain, being negative, all those things, but she didn't give up. She has talked to the top physicians all around the country and outside of the country. And they're, they're amazed by her knowledge. She just kept digging and digging and dig, digging. I think she's had four surgeries trying to get to the root of it. And finally, the last thing she kept pursuing and pursuing, she's flown all around the country to sit in front of these people. And the last doctor was in Las Vegas. And she had to fly out there and sit with him. And he felt that he could help her. And she's the one who found him because she felt this was what the issue was. And he agreed with her. Hmm. So she flew out um, last week on Sunday. The surgery was Tuesday. And she you know, suffered severe pain afterwards and nausea for like four days. Flew back to Alabama, of course, while the tornadoes had just happened and all that. So that was another thing for me to be concerned about. Right. But um, two days later, she felt incredible. Just like, you know, after the anesthesia wore off and that that's what was causing, you know, after the surgery, just getting rid of all that. And now she just, you know, feels terrific that's somebody that wants to live that has has things to do i mean she's got books to write and things like that she's been you know writing and being in front of panels across the world and all that i mean mm -hmm. she still tries to do what she can um even from bed uh before all this she was still studying and reading and doing doing what she could but that is the difference of what you're talking about people yeah. that you know prolong and they never really accomplished didn't do anything and were negative and um all those things now i think that you can have pain and you can have hurt because i got another daughter that is the opposite with me and um, it, it's, it's caused, you know, many sad, sleepless nights for me because I'm a mother. When you give birth and you raise someone and you, 
you know, I mean, there is a difference, I think, you know, in a something with somebody else as opposed to your own child. So, mm. and, and I also, you know, you're talking about the books and things like that. Us writing the books that we did and digging deep into our childhood and it was like an aha moment for me. And I finally talked to my dear aunt um, on Cape Cod last night and told her the real reason I left the Cape that I never told anyone, not even my parents, you know, because it's, you know, it was a stigma back in 1980, you know, it wasn't talked about then. So, you know, there's so much that we don't know that people are going through is the whole point of this. And, and yeah. you can, you can either be a victim or a victor. Amen to that. Come on, y'all. Unmute your mics and clap for not being victims and for her daughter. Yes, yes, yes. There That's was got a, a thing I write. I've got to write that down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely, for sure. For sure. Who knows about the story of the Brooklyn Bridge? Outstanding. This is perfect time, then. Brooklyn Bridge, true story. Obviously, it's Brooklyn Bridge. You can buy true it. engineer. <laughs> no doubt, you can buy the Brooklyn Bridge. And y'all come on over. I have some mountains in Texas to sell you too. You know, I've got some mountains in Texas. I'd love to give to you as yeah. well. <laughs> the Brooklyn Bridge, true engineering marvel, was um, constructed. The great architecture. People had to go so deep. The pressure would cause diseases that were unbeknownst to men because they hadn't worked as deep underwater with the pressure for so long. Bridge, brick, stone, steel, sweat, and everything. And the head engineer got into a tragic accident and all he was left with was the movement in his finger but by then it's been years the bridge hasn't been done hundreds no though thousands of deaths and on his deathbed he never stopped building the Brooklyn Bridge <clears throat> His daughter would come to the head engineer and he would move his finger to the letters on the map and say, do this, do this with just his finger. And the entire Brooklyn Bridge owes its existence to one dude that refused to die and just move his finger. Now, I don't, that's absolute true story. I don't know what you got going on. But I show sure enough like to have people say stories like that about me. Mm -hmm. so I don't want you to, I want you to figure things out because you don't have to. See it? 
I don't want you to figure things out. You don't have to. How can I say that, Grace? Everybody won't trust that. Let me borrow from Neil Donald Washington. Your growth process is complete. There is nothing going wrong with your life now or ever. And you are not alone. You were completely evolved the moment you got here. Perfect. And you still are. What you got going on is this stuff on top of that perfection that other people put there. And then you made a meaning out of that stuff. But life is not about getting better or shit. Life is about being who you are the moment you arrived here. Life is not about getting better. If you are if at any point in the last 48 hours, be very fair, in the last 48 hours, if you bumped up against in any way like thinking you have to get better at something, you're missing the point of you being God on earth. Diana has a great way of rationalizing this. She doesn't try to get better. She tries to remember. This is the way she says it to us around here. I just need to put on this so I can remember. What she's always attempting to do is tap into this mental frequency to where she knows everything about that thing. And she, she expects it to happen instantly. She's never trying to get better. She's just attempting to remember because she understands she is all things, knows all things, good and bad. <clears throat> I was talking to Tempest in a private conversation and uh, we were talking and she was asking me a question and I said, well, Tempest, you know, I am all things. I am every person. I'm every bad thing. I'm every good thing. And when I remember that Stratibari, it's not difficult to conquer something or forgive something that conquered me. Well. You understand? It's not easy. I mean, it's not hard for me to conquer something that's or it's not easy for me to forgive something that just conquered me. And if you wake up enough, people will find a way to conquer you. Mm. Just keep waking up. It ain't never happened to you before. You just, just wake up a few more times. You'll get there. You'll get there. You didn't come here to get better. You came here to remember. Mm-hmm. Borrowing from Diana. And if you remember you automatically get better. Mm. You tap into an energy that is, that just gives you that zone athletes are always looking for, right? And tap into the zone to where your movements are natural and more powerful, where you jump higher than you thought you could. And you run faster or 
you idea better. Every last person listening to me right now is one business idea from a billion dollars. It's just that simple. Can I push that further, Arshia? The people who are billionaires, the people who design the stuff that you think is all smart are no smarter than you. You know what? I didn't say that first. Oh, no. I didn't say that first. I know who said that first. It just came in my mouth like that. It's just a bunch of stuff up here. I, I, I didn't, I'm so glad that my brain works the way it does. This is perfect. Oh, I'm not even sure. Grace, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to hear this because I'm connected to the phone, but we'll see. There's no sound yet. No. Hey, I would say is. Okay, you can't hear. All right, cool. Y'all listen to this man. The thing I would say is when you grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is and your, your life is just to live your life inside the world, try not to bash into the walls too much, uh, uh, try to have a nice family life, uh, have fun, save a little money. Um, but life... That's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can, you can build your own things that other people can use. And the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will, you know, if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can, you can change it, you can mold it, um, that's maybe the most important thing, is to shake off this, uh, th this uh, erroneous notion that life is, is there and you're just going to live in it, versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. Um, I, I think that's very important. And however you learn that, once you learn it, uh, you'll want to change life and make it better, because it's kind of messed up in a lot of ways. Um, once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. The thing I now before we start talking again, how is that not safe? Not love one, not your ranch here. How is that not your Bible? How is that not the Quran? Like, how is that not some guru, sad guru? sitting on stage, Indian style, giving you the truth of this world. How was that not Neil Nana Walsh? That was 100% facts that most of you are suffering. I'm going to let him talk one more time, and then I'm going to... I would say is... When you grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is, and your, your life is just to live your life inside the world, try not to bash into the walls too much, uh, uh, try to have a nice family life, uh, have fun, save a little money. Um, but life, that's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact. 
And that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can, you can build your own things that other people can use. And the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will, you know, if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can, you can change it, you can mold it, um, that's maybe the most important thing, is to shake off this, uh, th this uh, erroneous notion that life is, is there and you're just going to live in it, versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. Um, I, I think that's very important. And however you learn that, once you learn it, uh, you'll want to change life and make it better because it's kind of messed up in a lot of ways. Um, once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. I just want to point out here that this third coming right here. Six years ago, someone said 20 years later, we're all probably watching this on an Apple device. Couldn't be more true. <laughs> Couldn't be more true. Right? Couldn't be more true. If you missed what this man said, I'll give it to you in Antonio's hood terms, which seems to work when I do it. Ain't nothing around you better than you, smarter than you, and you don't have to ex exist in the life that they taught you in school exists. This world is an illusion. And you can push something and it will respond equally. And you just got to find out how it's responding when you push. Simple as that. It's as simple as that, y'all. Genuinely. Go ahead, Phil. And this is a guy who got fired from the company he started, came back later and turn them in what they are today. Absolutely. And, and in the in the between time, invented Pixar. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> who, who does that? <laughs> like, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Oh, I created one world-changing company. Let me create another one. There will be no anime, anim Pixar, all your 3D animation basically comes from that, the, the way that most of the animation happens now. I just want I just, I just to end you on with this, and, and I'm kind of I'm setting up today's call on, at 10.30. I don't think you can do any of this without those first three steps I told you, but it's most importantly forgiveness. I don't think you can... I don't, I don't think you can first off you didn't hear a word i said if your perceptions are right you didn't you didn't hear where i'm 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 all sorts of stuff I'm, I'm plenty of things that ain't got nothing to do with you it's got everything to do with me right because your perception is telling you that your perception will tell you he think he and all that stuff like that that's the whole point of perception to do that your perception is protecting you from actually being great mm. And then, if by chance you got past that, now you got to love yourself enough to say, well, I'm just as good as Steve Jobs, which is hard. hard. <laughs> and then you're going to 
you gotta walk in this forgiveness. And I'm trying to tell you that we, our thoughts are showing up in our blood. It's showing up in our health. It's just, it's showing up. And it doesn't have to. Nobody, there is no scientific proof that dementia comes with old age. Not not a single scientific proof. You do not have to have dementia because you have old age. And you do not have to lose your memory because you have old age. I'll push it further. And you don't have to lose your eyesight because you get older. There's no scientific evidence there. Just Google it yourself. What happens is, especially if you're black, you got a diet that starts eating at your eyesight. By the time you're five years old, all that damn cholesterol and stuff in your diet. You, you understand, all that processed food is leaving cholesterol on your eyelids and all sorts of stuff, all sorts of stuff. Please do me a favor, in this call, in 120 seconds, in this call, and I want you to look at everything. Like when I'm done talking and this call is over, I want you to look at the world. If you're driving, I need you to know all of this is fake. And it is for your benefit to control it. And you say, well, Antonio, I don't believe in string theory. I don't believe in simulation theory. But your Bible say that you can speak those things that are not as though they were. So even your Bible say this illusion is fake. And you can tap in through the Holy Spirit, sugar, and change the things in reality. So I don't care what you believe in. Every great book, every great teacher, every sacred text, has all told you that you can manipulate this reality. I dare you prove me wrong. Every great teacher told you, be happy. Things will change out. We'll work out for you. Mm-hmm. String theory says a whole bunch of stuff that I won't get into right now. Simulation theory says we it's more likely we're in a simulation. I don't give a damn. Whatever you think, think it. I'm just telling you that when you hang up with this call in the next 15 seconds, I need you to respect the fact that everything around you can be manipulated by you. Mm -hmm. Only if you're clear in what you want. Mm -hmm. We'll see you all at 1030 for Esoteric, Esoteric, (laughs) which is a doozy. I've been waiting on it. I actually been praying. Actually, Tip has inspired the whole thing. She would ask me esoteric questions all week long. Watch it cloud atlas. She inspired the whole thing. All right, child. Tony Peace Smith Jr. You can't play better. You can't dominate. See you all in whatever time translation ten thirty for you. All right, everybody. <laughs> Love you. Love you more. Love you right. more. Yeah, I didn't see many glasses that got. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. 
not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the, if it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, and I promise you, 
you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.